It's the Widdick Committee, young, talented, gifted, black love and politic talk. Not loving hip hop, but it's knowledge we give out. I hope that you can catch it and try to run it back without fumbling the shit we kicked off. It's not for the simple minded, more for the gifted. I give my opinions. Hope you can rebuttal the shit that I kick. If you can't, then be quiet. Take a seat and just try to soak up the wisdom we spilling. Widdick Committee, gotcha. Throw up your W's, tell us what's up with you. Then we gon' talk about it. We not those other fools. This ain't your typical hypocritical dummy news. They do that shit for views. We do this for the youth who come behind us. In the trenches, you'll find us. Giving game in the brains of the youngest to remind them of the greatness inside them. Let them know that they can become whatever they wanna be. Just look at me. I'm a young black lion. And yeah, I'm full of pride. Sitting with my lion. This product of my environment. Whether it's brown, dirt, green grass, or iron fence, or a picket fence. Don't matter. Long as you get through it with motivation, dedication, and wittiness, hard work and greediness, even the sky is limitless. You wanna know what my definition of witty is or what wit it is? That's what witty committee is. Throw up your W's, tell us what's up with you, and we gon' talk about it. Yeah, we gon' talk about it. Throw up your W's, tell us what's up with you, and Bell gon' talk about it. Anise gon' talk about it. He said he liked that. I like that. He said yeah, he liked that. <laughs> Today is July 31st, 2019. That the means, last day. Yes, it is. Of July. Yes, it is. Farewell, July. Farewell. <laughs> farewell. Feel farewell. Family. <laughs> <laughs> it's this, this heat wave you've been. Let's see the black moon, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is Wednesday. That means it's a witted Wednesday. I am your big homies, big homie. Yes, sir. He homie. Is. <laughs> I am sitting next to the always authentic Annie's Austin. The voice. Today we are joined by two, uh, well, one guest, one very, very illustrious friend of the show. Fam, bam, thank you, ma'am. Yes, <laughs> we we yes. have King Alex in the building of Monarch of Monarch clothing. clothing. I address him as King. I don't know what y'all call him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what y'all call. Him. I call him King. I say sir. You know what I'm saying? God yes, called him King. I'm going to call him King. <laughs> <laughs> For the money. <laughs> Sitting next to friend of the show, Miss T. Adrian Tucker. T. Chilla, none real, your king favorite flavor. Oh, sorry, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah to yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Anise yeah, hit me yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, hit me with something the other day, and it's something we've had conversations about multiple times in the past. Which was um, why you, you kind of act agitated sometimes whenever uh, I get a compliment and I act weird afterwards or awkward. Mm-hmm. He was like, Brian, why you why you why you always act like they get a compliment? And I didn't really have an answer right then. Yeah. So I started thinking about it afterwards. And when you came up with this as a topic, I, I knew I didn't know you knew I was still thinking about it. But well, I mean, it's it's not just with you, you know. Like it's my my um, 
my interaction with black men, period. Like, oh. I had a conversation with a, a good friend of mine who I hold at a, an extremely high regard. And I complimented him, and I noticed that once we were in the middle, once I was in the middle of complimenting him, this was something that was supposed to be 100% his. Can, 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 can I move your mic? Are you cool with it right here? Um, can y'all hear me? Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't want you too far from Go ahead. Um, My bad. Um, so... <laughs> so yeah, um, I was I was complimenting him, and he then turned it around on me. He was like, "Hold on, now let's not act like." And I was like, "I didn't even say anything about me. Like, let this be yours. Let this just be your moment." And I realized that it's like that for a lot of black men. I had a um, I had a status, um. And I was asking black men, how do you feel about receiving compliments? Like, does it does it make you feel embarrassed? Are you put off by it? And the reactions and the responses to the question were very honest. And it made me feel some type of way. It made me want to dive into this using you guys as, you know, giving your experiences and putting it up against my experience of actually being the one that gives that mm. you know because I don't have a problem with complimenting black women and like in with black women in general the sisterhood that is being a black woman you could compliment your girl and you be like girl you was a complete stranger and I see the way that the compliment really affects a person like when you girl you wearing them shoes I don't care what nobody say girl you you doing this how how you ma'am <laughs> nobody's messing with you in the party baby girl all in. <laughs> so like I I really when you give that to black men it's almost like they recoil at it you know they're, they're taken aback by it and it's like oh no we gotta fix this because black okay let me speak to the ladies first see you know we we know some wonderful black men we are fortunate to be around and know a whole bunch of black men that are great so when we give them compliments, they take and they be like, thank you, appreciate it, you know. It's not like good black men don't exist. So it's like, haven't you had an experience where you have given, said something about a black man? Like, you know what, you look really nice today. Or taking a back, they be like, me? Yeah, like they make it, it's, it's almost as if they can't believe it. They or they don't know how to. They can't fathom a thought. You acting totally different. Send a hip. Compliment me. Think I look good. Somebody really thinks I look good. Like, That's why. And it, it falls so loosely from my mouth. Like, I, I don't have a problem with, with complimenting black men because I adore them. I don't have a problem with, with giving you your just due. But it, it makes me sad. The idea that some great black men have been the first ones to be able to admit some of the flaws about themselves and change that about themselves like hey you know what I was a piece of crap back in the day I do need to be better at being a better black man I do need to do this especially if I have a daughter especially if I have a son like black men will rise to that occasion and edit those parts of themselves but they are slow to standing in the truth that is theirs when it comes down to everything that is good about them black man you look incredible today uh, appreciate it. Uh, but don't know what you want. Like they, we don't know what you want from me. Like they, they run away from it, and it, it saddens me because 
I know as a woman, I love to hear when I've done something good. I love to hear when I've done a good job. I love to hear when my efforts are being acknowledged. That is not just a feminine trait. That is not something that should be totally and only an experience that, that women get a chance to experience. I, I want black men to be able to take advantage of being spoken into the same way I get spoken into. You know what I mean? What is your experience been getting compliments? Uh, compliment. I think uh, when we think about the word compliment, I think it, a lot of things come to mind. You know, because it depends on how the compliment comes across. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. It's a general consensus. And also, it depends on who's also perceiving. It. You know, like you said something. You said speaking into, right? Because a lot of times you, you see. Or oh, you hear people get complimented and it might be just on the outward you know, and it kind of just washes over just like a water poured in the snow. Mm -hmm. But if you're speaking directly to a man's core, it's a difference. Yes. Yep. Yes. You know, and some of us, we really don't know how to receive it. Because a lot of times when someone pays you a compliment, it's either like you're expecting them to come back with like something. Exactly. So you're stuck in that very moment trying to decipher are you paying me a compliment just because I actually look good or you pay me a compliment because there's something about me that you like, mm -hmm. right? So is it genuine or is it purposeful? Yeah. Or it, is, is it a segue into me responding with what you... Exactly, exactly. It's just like calling a man a king. Mm -hmm. You see a black man and you say, what's up, king? Some people don't know how to react to that, mm -hmm. right? Now you can say to a woman, "How you doing today, Queen?" In some regards, she would say, "I'm wonderful, King. How are you?" Some people could actually look at you like, "Back up, I don't know you." Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's wrong, you yeah. know. But then again, I think it goes back to like family, like were these things spoken to? You? Yeah, Did your mom, you know, what I mean, call you mm -hmm. King. Family member like admire your your work ethic, you know your personality, who you are mm -hmm. as a person, you know, because it goes far beyond just you. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think I can say that like like cash little bad self on the live right now. <laughs> cash little bad self, cash royale, miss cash royale. I salute other queens, and I feel like. If you are to acknowledge yourself as a queen or a goddess, king or a god, if you are to acknowledge that about yourself, I don't think it takes anything out of you to acknowledge that in someone else. Like, I can acknowledge that Cash is doing her thing without, without that reflecting me at all. Like, I just want people to be able to receive what is theirs. I do understand the element that the manipulation that compliments comes with. I, I do understand people saying things about you to open up the door for you to get ready to open, say something about them. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes put, people put out what they want to receive back. Yeah. Like people you know? that say, I miss you. Randomly, yeah. like, oh, I miss you. And you don't say it back. It's like, Oh, so you didn't miss me? Mm -hmm. So it's all, it's like an automatic segue into mm -hmm. a negative part of the so conversation. Exactly. So I I understand that that part. Night, night, yeah. Because yeah. like it's like in our in, in this day in society, people rarely do something without expecting something. Mm -hmm. So you automatically on the defense of like, why are you giving this to me? 
unless you know that it's genuine, unless you know this person is speaking to something about you that nobody else would come up to you and say. Mm -hmm. There's something they genuinely perceive about you. That's true. When you can identify that that's what it is, it's like, okay, now I'm receptive to it. I'm open to it, and I'm gracious that you took the time to see this in me. Yeah. But if you're talking about something surface level, to me, it's something that people just walk up and say randomly anyway. Yes. Like, yeah. it's like, okay, you, you're looking for me to just have a conversation with you, or you're looking to segue into talking about something different. Absolutely. So at that point, it's like, it just comes with, like how you say it, it's the tone and who's saying it. Why are they saying it? What environment are we in when you say this? Because if you were by yourself, would you still say it? Exactly. Are you just trying to, yeah. We've also kind of cultivated like kind of a, a culture where we look at men in general, right? Mm -hmm. And we are not expected to have feelings. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I want. We're Come on We're not expected to be able to absorb the same admiration that a woman would want. This is mm -hmm. what I want. Right? Come on here, so let's, let, let, me, let me ask this. So the same way as a man, as a husband, as a boyfriend, a fiance, whatever, mm -hmm. right? We pay so much compliment to our women and to our ladies that it's almost like if, she, if she's putting makeup in the mirror, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going on here. No, you're doing what's, what's going on now if that's not given back to him it might not show but it's actually doing something psychology mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean because if you are the wife right you at work he's at home mm -hmm. by the time you get home everything is cleaned up kids are in the bed food is ready for you on the table and you don't show admiration the possibility of him doing that tomorrow diminishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. why is that not, you know what I mean, like given to us men in the sense that we don't know how to receive it because the society has done it that way. Yes, I, and I, I agree with that completely. I feel like that's the reason why I want to talk about it because this has to stop somewhere. Like we have to stop making it seem like some of the things that go on in society are not just things that happen in society they're not gender exclusive Absolutely. they're not something that that only men deal with or it's not something that only women deal with i understand that women are flowers and we like to be shy with admiration i get that i understand that but are we not taking into account that men are human as well like you may not have to love them the same way but you do need to let them know that they are appreciated and loved. Like you don't have to to put on, man. You wearing, man. You look real nice in the fitted cap. I, I see that there's a lot of men like like um, on the status. Vante said um, he likes being complimented on things that he has achieved, on things that he has done right, like things that she can see in him that he has put effort to. And I think that's a pretty basic, normal thing. I do think we have to filter what we eat. I do think you're not supposed to eat from everybody's house. I do think you do have to take into consideration who's giving the compliment. But what I'm saying is, even when the source has been verified, men still struggle to receive what is being given to them. Mm -hmm. And I understand that everyone is not genuine, but... It's that moment where you give a black man, and I'm speaking, I know it's men in general, but I deal with black men. I love black men. I only know black men, and that's who I'm looking to reach with this, primarily. I understand that black men are supposed to be 
somewhat different but they they matter as well we do have to take it into consideration that they have things that they are struggling to wonder if this is enough when you come in and say hey you're doing just fine you can see the tension melt off of him like you can see the 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 appreciation pour from him when he realizes the effort that he feels nobody is paying attention to. When you say that you see it, you can see how that gives him enough drive to continue going. I, it makes me sad that we are, we are slow to give these compliments and it makes me even sadder that black men are slower to receive them as if they don't receive every other thing that's said to them like you will believe negativity about you before you will believe anything positive i have to say it's it's, it's really sad but that's true though right I, my relationship with my dad right it's for people you're that, gonna go off and go ahead for people that know will say you act like your daddy, right? People that don't know, like, ah, I don't see it. But me and my dad, we both were like, and we bump heads. Even in the midst of our, like, discomfort, argument, whatever it is, when it quails down, I notice something about him. If he's talking to me about something, he never hangs up without saying, I love you. Mm -hmm. Right? He never hangs up without saying, I'm proud of you. Mm -hmm. Right? If these things are not set, stone from home there's no way for us to be able to know how to perceive it outside mm -hmm. exactly right they say charity begins at home there you go yes. right absolutely so if i have a daughter whenever i'm on the phone with her, like, baby you're so pretty and you see her she just she melts she loves it mm -hmm. you know but i have to speak those things to her because i'm your father if i don't say it to you then i don't expect outside to say to you and you know how to receive it yes right I stand in front of the mirror and I say words of admiration to myself mm -hmm. I'm proud of you keep going it's tough but you're tougher mm -hmm. you know what I mean things like this it, it not only just builds my morale and my confidence it keeps my head up yes regardless of whatever it is to balance the crown absolutely I think and I think it, I think that fact is dual sided I think that's the the nature versus nurture conversation sometimes yeah. yes. it's with me um i grew up in a very close-knit household but the way it was close-knit was organized it wasn't organic it wasn't something that was noticeable outside of what my house was everybody that my family was friends with we call them sister or brother in front of it because those are church terms you a sister or a brother in Christ, so I call you sister, and then your last name, or your first name, your nickname, whatever you want to go by. Yeah. Well, in our household, all of our friends had a title of sister or brother. And at home, everyone just had regular nicknames. Well, this started to create an indifference between me and my family in the outside world. I, I can't call anybody else that's not my family by their first name. I don't even use the word Mr. or Mrs. I didn't start using those terms until I got to school. So for the first six or seven years of my life, you gotta think I was in second grade almost calling my teacher's sister yeah. and her last name. Yeah. So it took me a while to break out of it because it was conditioned at that point. Absolutely. Well, it started this branch reality, I call it, where everything is kind of flipped from how the house is to how the outside world is. Well, when people are having conversations, they don't register the same because I, I can't talk 
the way they talk. They have Lingo. to talk this way. Okay. Gotcha. So as words start to build over time and at home, everything is make sure you're on your P's and Q's. It's never how good you're doing. It's never, oh, you did this beautifully. Your or I appreciate you for doing this. Out. Yeah. Exactly. So every time that I tried to indifferentiate myself from how everybody else was, yeah. it was like, why? That don't make sense. You're the only person doing that. And then when I did what everybody else does, you're not a you're a follower. You're not a leader. You know what everybody else does. <laughs> so I grew up in this paradox where nothing was right. So in order to, to survive it, you develop this skin where you just turn words off. Like nothing bothers you. Nothing affects you. So they can criticize you all they want to. It's like it doesn't affect you anymore. And that was the reverse part to how my head stayed up. It's like I, your mouth is moving. Yeah. But I know what the words you're using means now. Yeah. So when you say them to me, I, I can decipher what you're really trying to say. Absolutely. So getting outside of that, and we're not even getting to the point where high school took over and now you have other people insulting you. So I'm not touching that part yet. It's just the, 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 the compliment aspect from random people. Yeah. When you hear it, it's foreign. And it sounds like it's forced, like it was supposed to happen. Because when you get to church, that's what you say to one another. You, oh, hey, so I like this coat. Oh, I like those shoes. It's yeah. it's standard yeah. to compliment somebody after you greet them. Yeah. So compliments then sound like salutations, introductions. It's not genuine. So when you start to hear them outside of that, it's like you're conditioned to hear it only one way. It's almost like a job. Exactly. Oh, hey, how you doing? Man, you're really tall. I don't hear that. I just answer the question when they ask me how tall I am. Yes. It doesn't register to me. I don't know how many times a day physically I, answer, I actually answer that question. Gotcha. I don't even count anymore. But it used to be 10, 12 times a day. I walk somewhere, somebody stopped me and say it. I get offended every time they ask him like he's some type of side show freak amusement yeah. park. I'm sick of y'all. <laughs> I'm sick of the old white ladies who just, I'm sick of y'all. And they get away from him every time they see me in the background. Don't talk to my friend like that. But you know what? That's all the <laughs> they don't make them like you know. They don't make them like you know. Don't get your what? Strong abdomen. What get your dog on? Potato salad, eat raisin bread. So like when when other people start you to coach, use. Law, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> With so, raisins and grapes in it. I'm sick of beans. So. I'm sick of. <laughs> With pecans on it. So you're the type of nigga to eat apple salad. With walnuts. With walnuts. <laughs> talking about some damn. Talking about some. With some arugula. Talking about. And talking about the arugula spicy. Talking about heat tall. They put some pepper on it. And that's it. And, and marinated it in rum for 24 hours. <laughs> the type of nigga that Y'all go your folk be eating Hopper John, talking about, talking about brown tall. Man, you don't get your gut. Uh, so, like, when, when, when we found, I finally got to a point where I was an adult when I started to understand that people complimented me after they said something to me was an actual compliment. Yeah. Like, I was in my 20s. Up until that point, it was just, okay, this is customary for you to say. So you found the first thing that you could say about me that was noticeable that you could speak highly of. It's like how your mama said, you got nothing like to say, don't say nothing at all. So sometimes when you speak to people and they don't say nothing, that's what I assume it is. Right. Like you got to think as a teenager, if you're conditioned to think this way, if you're conditioned to process information as, hey, how you doing, find something nice to say. When you greet people and they don't say nothing nice, it's literally they don't have nothing nice to say. So how many times does that happen? How many times in your day-to-day do you speak to somebody and they say something nice immediately after they greet you? Now, how many times do people just say hello and keep walking? So think about the talent in your mind at this point. Okay, one person has something nice to say, one person don't. One person don't. Another person. Exactly. 
Like, yeah. So over time, it's like you just become numb to it. Like you psychologically condition yourself to just be shut off from it. And it comes, it, you have to get to a point where you start to trust somebody who can speak to that part of you a different way. So for me, it had to be finding someone that loved me. Yeah. And they complimented me. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, that felt different. And now when I hear it and I get that feeling, I understand that it's genuine. So yeah. and, until that happens, you can't, I mean, and maybe the people that's being complimented don't hear you speaking to that part of them. Because yeah. if they don't hear it in that tone, then they're not going to register it. That's my, that's how I feel towards why I, I did, why I took so long to do it. I mean, I, I understand that, you know, and it is the nature versus nurture conversation coming up. Like, I, I do feel like some men are made to feel like they aren't, they aren't supposed to be the recipient of pretty words. Like, you a man, you iron. You know what I'm saying? But you can break. In mm -hmm. the words of Sebastian Cole, like you iron, you you steal, like you're not supposed to be able to feel those soft emotions. You're mm -hmm. supposed to be hard. So a lot of men probably were never told you're doing good because you can, you couple that up with be humble. Mm -hmm. This is a this is a phrase that is told to black people all throughout their life. Be humble. Don't get the big head. Don't don't start feeling like you're bigger. Don't start smelling yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's fine, fine. I mean, but it's not just fine. Like, because look, listen, when black you're doing good for yourself. Black men have a characteristic that I find absolutely fascinating. Black men are able to make mundane tasks look extremely sexy. Driving. Flipping the channel, flipping through the TV channels after you done been at work. You just sitting here and your voice is like, oh, what's up? Because we know you tired from work. We know you've been being active. Like, black men have the ability to do things so astonishingly. Like, we marvel at you guys because literally everything that is pop culture at this, at this point is... Almost centered around the black man via hip hop. Mm -hmm. The way you guys walk naturally, they make beats for that. You can hear music watching. The you black can man hear walk. music <laughs> watching a black man walk. You can see all types of things that black men make fashionable just by being themselves. But the most important, all women in some regard are attracted to power. Well. Me. I'm attracted to powerful men and I don't know a more powerful man on earth than the black man. The trick is getting the black man to know that he is powerful. Which is why we women like myself we have made it almost our, our sworn duty to make you and remind you of who you are. We have made it our duty to say hey appreciate you you raining compliments down on me sir I really do but you know I'm dope I want you to know the same thing about yourself you know I'm dope and you can trust what I say you can take this to the bank because I don't have a reason to lie to you because I don't lie to myself you dope 
I enjoy seeing men walk with their chest out after being stamped by somebody. What well, after I stamp you, at what point do you stamp yourself? Because this compliments is leading up to a bigger thing. When we were talking about the Nipsey Hustle conversation, we was having a conversation about Nipsey and we was talking about the shooter. Dirty had said at some point that if the shooter, Eric Holder, knew that he was a king as well, he wouldn't have committed a crime as atrocious as this. If he recognized the king within himself, he wouldn't have been so quick to take another life of a king. Mm -hmm. This is what this means, dog. Like we have to cut this we have to cut this 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 circle and this continuous pattern. We have to break this cycle by being honest and allowing black men allowing black men to feel their power, allowing black men to feel exactly who they are. I think we tell black men enough how you ain't is, like you ain't nothing. I think you hear it a lot. I think black men are grouped in with other black men. I think black men have to hold those the repercussions and the things and the history that another black man did to a woman. Therefore, they have to fight through that. I think with all of that being said about how they're not doing anything right, I think we need to be quicker to say, hey, that nothing nigga might be trash, but give this one a shot. You need to give him an empty slate or something. Start off with, you know what? I really like you for this, 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 and this. Because he got to be something if you talking to him. He has to have some good qualities if you're even willing to engage in conversation with him. And this is not about avoiding accountability. I'm saying with everything, we need balance. Y'all, with every single thing, we need balance. We talk about taking accountability a lot on this show. I'm saying with, with taking accountability, dog, give yourself some grace. Give the black man some grace. Give him something that he can lean on and say, you know what? I might not have this in order, this in order, this in order, but I do this exceptionally well. We know that one of the things that we learn in psychology is positive reinforcement. Positive reinforcement. If you congratulate and uplift this man in this area, it may spark something else for him to do. Like if you tell him that he's capable of doing this, why wouldn't he try to be the best at this and then say, you know what, this is not enough for me. I want this. We have to be able to tell black men that they are right in some elements. And that does not mean that you make excuses for their terrible behavior. But I'm saying, every last one of them is not supposed to be held to the extent that you gave this nothing nigga. You have to be able to use the gift of discernment and being able to see who is worthy of your praise. And I understand who is worthy of that, who is worthy of a nice word from you. I'm not saying go and lie and tell another nigga he doing good just for the sake of speaking into a black man. No. But if you know this man is trying, see his effort. Applaud him for his effort. Because how are we expecting for y'all to be out here as leaders when y'all don't even know the true forces that you are? And if we can see it, wouldn't we be to blame if we didn't tell you? 
and I, I can't even take it in a way, and I ask your opinion on this too. You can't even use it in a way where men are more easy to give compliments to women because I feel like men don't compliment women until it's based around sex. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, Brian, I wasn't Ooh. even going there. This went about us. Hold up, hold up. This okay. went about us. I'm not. What you doing? I'm not. Speak on that. Let's speak I'm, on that. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not going the way you're doing. You just see what you did? I did. Okay. Follow me. So. I don't want to because we wasn't supposed to be here. How, if men only compliment women through sex, but women give compliments back to men and they're not based around the same thing, how do you hear it? But honestly, the thing is, women also base compliment off of the sexual. Right? I made a comment. Mm -hmm. I made See a comment enough. saying when you speak to a man and it's genuine, speak to his core because then you actually activate it. Yes, right. Right? I could speak to a woman off of just, okay, she has a mini skirt or she has a blue yellow. Now I'm looking at the physical outward appearance of her. At that point, my mind is not even activating her. The higher part of it, right? Mm -hmm. Now, my compliment to us is what it is, right? Yeah. Men, we also receive those form of compliments as well. Yeah. In the sense of, you got on those great jobs. It's like you rock them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? All like you a bird watch. You feel me? All those shorts. And then you, you, you compliment me, but you're not looking at my face. You're looking at my pants. Mm. The same thing, some men compliment women looking at their boobs or looking at their butt. Either way it goes, right? Mm -hmm. right? That's why I say some people actually don't know how to pay compliment and some people don't know how to take compliment. You say something and I thank God for people like you. Because you speak to an actual being, not just what you see in front of you. Precisely. You're looking far beyond what your eyes can take you. Mm -hmm. So because of that, you're waking up the king inside of them to realize that you actually have a throne wait like made ready for you. Yeah. Only thing waiting is for you to actually climb upon it and sit down. That's right. Realize when you walk. That's mm -hmm. right. That's right. what this all is about. So if we as people, we're not actually connected on that higher power, there's no way for us to be able to make that quota. Mm -hmm. Right? So if I get on Facebook for five <laughs> hours a day, wow. right, and all I hear is men and shit, men and this, men and this. Right? It's weird that some of y'all saying this have brothers. Some of y'all saying this have sons. Right? I always tell people, I say, you can never put me in a box because I don't belong to one. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. I'm alive and I evolved. Yes, sir. Whatever it is you feel like I did not get right today, tomorrow, check me out. I might be on top of it. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Right? So, it's a trickle down effect. If Bear, you are great at radio, and I'm pouring into you. Right? I'm speaking that life into you. I'm telling you, like, dude, you got great uh, radio voice. You got, like, charisma and everything. I'm speaking that into you before oh, you know it. Before you know it, a lot of things will also start activating. Even though what I'm saying is already true, and you may know that or may not know that, it also wakes up some other things in you. you start, yes. At that point, you start thinking, hmm, what else can I do? Yes. I might, my, I might need to open up my own radio station. Yes. Or you know what? I might need to like find a way to have people employed upon me in order to groom these people to be the next me. Mm -hmm. But if the negativity is all you hear, it tears you down way quicker than anybody boxing you. That's right. An easy lies ahead of wears a crown. Mm -hmm. It goes far beyond what I just said. Mm -hmm. Yes. That also represents for the woman and the man. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> if we're both living at home, yeah. again I say, 
if we both live in the home, and I come in, I shower you love and everything. I'm, I'm, I'm building from the inside out. I'm not talking about the money. I'm building I'm praying for you. I love you the way you want to be loved. Mm -hmm. I hold you the way you want to be held. But in the moment where I actually need you and you're not there, what does that leave you? Yeah. You, you put all your eggs in that Exactly. Mix. Respect is reciprocal. If, if I'm pouring into you and you're not giving me nothing back, I'm withering. I'm not blooming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All I got is poured inside of you. And yes. Before I know it, I'm looking at you like, you know what, I need you to stay over here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I feel like, and that goes back to what you were saying about sometimes people give compliments and men, like a woman will compliment you so that you can open the door to say, okay, now we're going to play ping pong with the compliments. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm going to throw something out to you. You're going to throw something out to me. We're going to throw, and it's like, some of us really can look at you and see the things about you that you let dust grow on that you really should just get back into and me I'm a rather blunt person I'm a respectful person but I'm blunt and if I see something in you I want you to know it as much. if I know about it you're not gonna tell me you don't have an idea about it and I think those are the things that are our most valuable resources I, I do love black men in the way that they look. I, yes, I do enjoy that. But it is something about the black man that I need way more than your physical. I need your mind and I need your charisma, your spirit. I need your energy to be at the front line of the water we're getting ready to engage in for the sake of the children that's up under us. Every black man that's out here walking on his feet that's trying to do something, you will need more than your male peers to be able to fight this. You will need insight into your core. Mm -hmm. So I need for us to be able to start being able to take in what's being said. Now yes, mind the people who are serving you the dish. Have you ever seen them successfully prepare a dish before? Do they have friends? Do they have people who love them? Do they have men around him, around them that they can, that they respect? Have you seen other men walking around her? The girl that's giving you a compliment. Have you seen other men better off from knowing her? Well, then maybe you should take that into consideration. Is she a good friend? Well, maybe she's saying this in genuine, as a genuine person. Mm -hmm. And also... Sometimes it's not about the messenger as much as it is about the message. If you understand some things about who you are, sometimes I believe God will bring you. He will show himself through someone else and the words that they are getting ready to shower down on you. I see so many broken men. Good men. I'm not talking about no slouches. I'm talking about I see broken wonderful examples of black men every day and I tell them listen now hey I might start off with some real stuff like hey boy you fine hey boy you sexy as you wanna be and you not a wanna be you, you, you really out here you really out here you really out here doing what you're doing what you're doing and he'll laugh like if I can make you laugh Anyway, listen, um, 
he'll laugh and then I'll be open to telling him something that's real. Like, yo, you know what? You ever thought about this, this? Have you ever thought about pursuing this? Like, you really have a nice energy about you. Your aura is really beautiful to me. Like, you ever thought about doing this? And in a store like that, you would be surprised at how many grown men turn into boys in the most innocent, purest way. I'm not talking about immaturity because they say men, boys are the same up until adulthood. Mm -hmm. Like, you would be surprised at how many beautiful ideas and manuscripts and ideas for plays and color splashes come out when they feel like they have somebody who just wants to listen. You see what I'm saying? Uh -huh. All I'm saying is we can stand to listen a little bit more. I'm not talking to the nigga who really ain't nothing, who telling you stuff like, you know, when he got a baby mama he don't really want to be with, and he just in your face. I ain't talking about him. Uh -uh. I ain't talking about him, girl. I'm talking about, sir, I'm talking about the man who actually got a plan, but been counting out his whole life. This man is a friend of yours, or it might just be somebody who you see something in. Tell them. Like, I think we have become a social, I think we have become a, a society that is, has grown hard from being able to say things to other people because we don't want to put ourselves in vulnerable positions. It's parasitic. Yes, we, we don't want to be the one that, because oh, you might say something about me negative, and then you're going to show the screenshots of me saying, hey, man, you was a, you a dope person. Now, now I look like a groupie when all I really wanted to do was just speak into you. You know what I'm saying? It's, when, when you anticipate the negative before you even understand what's coming. Yes. Like, you don't even know. You, you're looking at this message, and you don't even know. Like you're looking at the like the thumbnail version of the message. Like when you see the first couple words and it say dot dot dot, yes. you don't even know what's coming yet, yes. and you automatically proceed as something negative. Yes, so when you open it, you read it in a negative tone rather than understand this person really meant this genuine. A lot of conversation is getting really really messed up because we relying on text messaging and we don't know how to talk to each other. That's what? We don't know how to talk to each other. We don't words know how to mean things. Words mean things. And predict. You ain't got no predictive text when you sitting next to me. Nope. Yes. Words you can't type some. You can't type some letters in there. Okay, this sound better. No. Ain't no emojis, just mm -hmm. facial expression. You can't starve this text message off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't wait five minutes and then respond. You got your thoughts together. No, it's right here, right now. And your body language will speak louder than any of your exactly. words ever could. Exactly. Uh, and I, when, especially like being around you, like when we made the efforts that we did to get to this point for the show, like. You're, you remember the first thing you said to me that actually registered. And we was chilling at my house. TV was on, everybody like... 2016. Yeah. Everybody kind of in the room, you know what I'm saying, talking amongst themselves. And you was like, Brown, you don't have no problem getting a woman to do something for you, do And I looked at you like you was the only person in the room that could see me. And I was like, okay, uh, ain't nobody ever like said nothing like that to me. Because I, I really don't have an issue with it, but I didn't know people recognized it. So when she said it, and keep in mind, like, I, we know of each other, but we don't know each other. Not to the extent that we do now. So for her to perceive this, it's like, okay, you look a little deeper. That's why I started listening to everything she said. I took everything she said with genuine concern because I see she sees past the obvious. Like, I don't like having obvious conversations. That's why I hate small talk. It's obvious. We're talking about something everybody in the room could put together what we're talking about. Absolutely. 
Like, if we sit on the other side of the room and you see me and another person talking, we're they saying, you probably marvel how tall he is. So why are we still having this conversation? This is obvious. So when we actually have conversations that, Pete, like, I feel like when you're talking to somebody and they can speak to a part of you that you actually identify with. Like, you, your conscious, actually can identify what they're saying. It's like, dang, I got a mask on, I'm chilling, and I'm disguising myself, and she still see this over here. Some, some people like to stay within that, that shallow level. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, you, you, when you go to a swimming pool, you've got to your, your feet. You feel me? Some people like to be like right there in the feet. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. I just want to get my feet wet, bro. Yeah. I don't want to swim. Yeah. I'm not a swim. Yeah. I just want to get my feet wet. Well, me, I'm going to tell you to come swim. This is true. I'm going to tell you to come swim. But some people like. My way to say drop some jewels up. But, uh, it's like Romeo giving Yama somebody Yama. something, right? <laughs> and I walk up to you and I say, I got something for you. Mm. And I hand you a bag. And when the, the world is in that bag, what you got in that bag? <laughs> <laughs> it will be like, I hand you a bag. There's a lot of stuff in there. But she ended up dug into the bag. You're questioning what's in the bag. What's in the bag? Why are you giving me the bag? Like, what's going on? What's the bag for? Mm -hmm. Like, dude, that's like 10 different questions before you haven't even looked at what I gave you. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when we don't recognize what's inside of us, it's hard for us to peel the onion back to actually see what somebody meant. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. So I can say, I mean, it's like, you dope. Right? If you don't actually acknowledge the fact that you are dope, uh -huh. you will just stay there looking at what you talking about, like defying dope. Yeah, I get that. I you get that. I mean? So after so for a while, like I didn't know how to like actually like absorb what people are saying. Mm -hmm. And also like understand that sometimes what somebody meant for a negative impact that I could flip that on. Mm -hmm. So you could come to me and say, you know what, man, your beard ugly as hell. It's cool. It's full though. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm throwing you something else. Yeah. But yeah. you can say that, and I crumble. That's because I don't know what's inside of us. That's you. right. Mm -hmm. So we have to actually understand what's inside of us before we can actually like be able to receive something. Receive what anybody is saying, whether positive, negative, or whatever you, you can call it. Yeah. Because when it's negative, you know you see it in yourself already. You see it in yourself. And already. that's. I mean, I think that's kind of what I'm saying. Like. By no means am I saying it is the black woman's job to be a center for black men, broken black men, to come to and be able to get themselves together. No, I'm not a rehabilitation center for no nigga. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is because I know that I'm a goddess, I can recognize the God in you. Because I can speak with this tongue and I know the language, I can hear royal decree through whoever is the one that's saying it. Because you may not know that that is your native tongue, it is for me to remind you. If I know, if I know you a God, then what I look like not telling you. Man. You hear me? <laughs> Alright, okay. Listen, listen. Yeah, okay. Lion. That's what I'm saying. Lion. Uh-huh. Simba ran away. He didn't run away, but he was scared away mm -hmm. yeah. by his uncle. Mm -hmm. 
to get him away from his inheritance. Mm -hmm. Because and now it's one thing somebody brought to my attention that was very, very like it's very, very important. They said if Simba never left scared, would he actually have mounted that throne when he did, or would he be laid next to his father? Right. Sometimes you being away from your purpose or who you know about yourself doesn't necessarily define negativity about you. Mm. What it means is that you actually need some other knowledge in order mm. to be ready for what's prepared for you. Yes. When his father said, remember who you are, mm. remember me. Remember the core. You it, are you are my son. It triggered something in him mm -hmm. because at that point it's like, you know what, like, what am I doing? It's just like the, the story in the Bible, right? When the prodigal son left home, mm -hmm. cashed in, yeah. balled out. Yeah. When he found himself washing plates and doing all kinds of crazy stuff that he wouldn't have been doing at his father's house. But he kept doing it, right? Until yeah. so one day he woke up and he was like, man, I have a home. I have people waiting to pay me compliments. I have people waiting to love me. I have people waiting to shower me. What am I doing here? It's powerful when a man realizes that he's a king, he's a prince. Yes, he is. As to me just wild and ready, just walking the streets and I realized Aimlessly, yes. At that point, you might think you got the upper hand of me, but when I realized that I'm something powerful. So that compliment when you, when it's directed to the core, to, to the right, to what it's meant for, you may actually like say it to him while he's laying in the air mattress. Yeah. And he hit him. Tomorrow he buying your condo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Like that's the resilience of the black man. Like Bruh, I'm trying to tell y'all. I'm trying to explain to y'all. I know who I'm talking to. I know who I be talking to. I'm trying to tell you. I know who I be talking to. I. <laughs> Mama. Say Mama. Mama, get off the line. Mama, get off. That ain't even that. Mama, get off the line. Girl. Ew. Mama, get off the line. Child, anyway, listen, girl, what's wrong with you? Why would you even, what are you doing, girl? Okay, yeah, so like, I know who I talk to. Like, when you see a black man who, who has many, many different things about him, many different elements about him, and you, just from conversing with him, because in order for you to be able to identify some of that stuff, inside of him you first got to be able to identify that in yourself like i can't tell you you a god when i'm looking at myself like i'm just a servant right like i can't think that of myself i can't what what like i can't even what? i think that we need to be able to take ownership to who we are and speak life into ourselves before we go to try to speak it into somebody else because I think a lot of people try to give off what they need mm -hmm. and in hopes that it'll come back like what you were saying earlier yeah. and it don't work like that y'all like sometimes they can't give you what you really need you some of that stuff you have to find for yourself mm -hmm. some of that stuff you have to get yourself like you have to be able to dig into who you are coming to who you are and I think what happened when I was trying to find out who I was like I was my friends can tell you this. Like, when I started finding out who I was, I really wanted everybody else to know who they was, too. Yeah. Like, I was like, girl, listen, I just found out that I really am her. Huh? Mm -hmm. 
Regardless of what it is, yeah. I am a king. Because yeah. even a king sitting on the throne is still expected to make mistakes. That's why he has councils. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So if my mistake is what you're using to put me down, just like you said, I already know I made a mistake. Tell me something else I don't know. Exactly. Tell me something you, I don't know about. What you're saying now at this point <laughs> is something I've already conquered. Yeah. I'm waiting on something else. Yeah. So it's not going to hold me back, but that depends on you actually knowing who you are. Positive reinforcement. Because, like you said, leaving home sometimes can give you your best lessons. Absolutely. Coming to face to, coming face to face with other people of other, you know, different personalities. And if you see that they operate with you a certain way, then you really are who you say you are. Like, if you can still maintain who you are, in a sense. And you still have the the same reverence with the different people who don't know you other than your first experience with them. And you still have a level of respect that maybe you really are who you say you are, superstar. So have no fear. <laughs> you know, maybe you really are that person. But I, I just look at it like, as a black woman, I appreciate the, the, the way I'm complimented. I do. I appreciate the way that I'm complimented. I appreciate being told that I am powerful. 
because I think that is a phrase that we, that's a word that we give to men as if women aren't forces of nature within themselves. I appreciate being put in a position to, to be loved on for everything that is of me that isn't just physical. So, if I feel like that, why wouldn't a man feel like that? I want for it not to be formed for black men to be able to get what they need. You hear me? Get what you need. What you want, like... Sex is what is associated with men so much. Now, you just want to have sex. It's like, girl, you'll be surprised. How many men just be having sex and don't even... Sometimes they really just want to cuddle. Sometimes they just want to hug. Sometimes they really just want to talk about that day, but they out here having sex with you because of some doggone masculinity concepts to where they feel like they got to project this. So men don't men don't no, want to cuddle? Men do want to cuddle. That's oh, oh, but women be like, cuddle? Cuddle? What you want to do that for? I just want something to eat. Yeah? Okay. That, boom. You know what I mean? I just want something to eat. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't really need a hug. So you gotta play, <laughs> so you gotta play house, so you get a plate. And we gotta be playing the house. You know what I mean? It could be like, what you doing? You at the house? Okay, cool. Like, let's let's do something. We'll go grab something from the from Walmart and cook. That's yeah. what I be on. You know what I mean? We could do That's that together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or we could like just somebody invited me to a picnic. I said, man, that's dope. I appreciate that. Let's go. Let's what? do it. Wait, man. You know what I mean? Y'all like, like picnics? I'm. Man. How many folks on the line like picnics? <laughs> men, men, raise a hand if you like picnics. Please, please put a put a thumb emoji, something. Y'all like picnics? Think about these are ways for you to build with your okay. woman yeah. or somebody that you care about. Yeah. Mm, how you can know, I mean, on a like going out to eat is basically. Yeah, it is. You feel me? Uh -huh. Like going out to eat is basically. Yeah. It's no effort in it. Somebody asked me though, like man. Like, okay, so what we gonna do? I said, shoot, I know how to cook. Oh, I ain't never had a man cook from before. Exactly. <laughs> you feel me? But we could have went to an Italian restaurant, sat down, paid, paid for it, had a little whatever. But building a bond is a lot stronger than anything else. That way, you're both complementing each other on areas where either she's lacking or you're lacking. Maybe she don't know how to cook. Mm -hmm. Now you teach her. Mm -hmm. Or maybe yeah. you don't know how to cook a particular dish. Now she's teaching you. Yeah. That's something that's going to be with you all for the rest of your life. And other than just, okay, come on, let's go ahead and get this 45 out. Right. By the time we get done, I don't even want to cook. Like, I'm, I'm sweating. Like, right. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's all about redistributing your energy for things that will be meaningful, or not even meaningful, but things that will be for the long term if you see this as somebody for a long term value and I, I, I'm to the point where in my life I'm really I really don't have any new friends you know I'm, I'm still around the same people I was when I was in fifth grade and everybody else if you are to come into my circle it will be because you have something to add to it you know It'll be because you have something to add to it and and to stimulate it in some type of way. I really don't want nobody around that I got to take care of in the regards to you don't know who you are. 
teach you certain things but I don't want to be able to be the first person to tell you that you are who you are because it's nothing about that is going that's going to be an even kill for me because I already know who I am you and know what I mean even just looks, mm -hmm. they compliment you on your looks, and they look terrible. A man is looking at you, and he looks awful. You like, um, thanks. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't, it don't register as much when this person didn't put forth as much effort into themselves as they're trying to put effort into you. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I I think like a better example that would be is like, okay, if it's somebody who wants to love. Who who wants to who has ambitions on doing something that I'm already doing? Mm -hmm. Like if it's somebody that has ambitions on doing something that I'm already doing, and they come in trying to tell me what to do, it's like you haven't gotten here yet. So how can I take it? I um, you you know what I'm saying? I don't really. It's more feel, so like that. Like, I feel that way when it comes to compliments about talents. Like I I was in young authors when I was very very young, but. I don't think that I drew to it because I didn't think nobody really cared about it. So, I I literally stopped. I started drawing more than I started writing. Mm -hmm. And I got older and I started back. Like, just here and there. Because I, I had emotions I didn't know how to describe, so I would just write about them. Yeah. And somebody read it and was like, bro, you can write. And I was like, okay. And I'm looking at like, well, you don't do this. So it's easy for you to perceive this as talent. It's different when somebody actually writes a lot and compliments you on something you do versus somebody that can't do this at all. Yeah. Because I can go out there and dribble the basketball in front of somebody that's never seen a basketball before and they were like, man, you should play in the NBA. But, no, I'm not that good at it. <laughs> like, realistically, I'm not that good at it. But if somebody that actually plays in that kind of competition says it, it's like, okay, this holds merit. I, I can utilize it. But so a lot of the things that I got complimented on were things that people didn't register with. Like, oh, you can speak well. Okay, well, what what I used to say because they used to make me stand in front of the church and give the the, uh, the Sunday school lesson. Yeah. And I'm in fifth grade and they were like, "Man, you sound so good when you talk and you st you stammer over your words." So it's like, I mean, I mean, how how good am I at doing this if I'm the only person in the room that can? Yeah. Like I'm amazing at reaching top shelves, but it's not a talent. Like. So you feel like you're not being talented at that point. Exactly. It's like this is it's this isn't even worth calling a skill yet. Like, it's, it's not something that registered me as something that I have and other people don't. Because when I go around other people like me, they can easily do it. I can I can, I can dig that, but <coughs> this is how I look at it. Uh, my best friend, Chantel, uh, she does spoken words. I don't know if y'all know her. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But, uh, Ms. Cooper. She, yes, mm -hmm. she criticized herself way more than anybody, mm -hmm. right? And I'm like, yo, I don't do spoken words. I can't do what you do, but I know what I feel when I hear what you say. Mm -hmm. And I also know how other people in the room feel when they hear you speak. Though you feel like you're not where you are yet, keep the practice going because mm -hmm. you got something. Yes. I, I talk to a lot of my friends that are, that are artists, you know, like, like, dude, you're not quite T.I., you're not quite J. Cole. 
but you have a substance, you have a potential. Mm -hmm. So I try to find that which is worth holding on to mm -hmm. and comment on that, compliment that, try to build that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That person. That's what John just said on the live. Like he said, you are always your biggest critic. Exactly. And yes, we are conditioned to being our worst critics. Like we beat ourselves up about every single thing that we do. We are perfectionists and we are uh, procrastinators. We are people who are flawed but have all of the best intentions. Mm -hmm. However, that is where... Can we even call them compliments? We call them, I call it the compliment because it is complimentary. You know what I'm saying? But, but they're more like remarks. But I'm really speaking a truth. Yeah. I'm really speaking a truth when I say, hey, listen, I, you're very hard on yourself, but I know I have a, a lens to look at this that is not biased, meaning it's not you. I'm looking at this as, you can really look at me as the public at this point. If I listen to some of your stuff, I'm going to be honest about it. Hey, you work well on this. But my question and my challenge to everyone that's out here that has somebody that's a friend, I would like for you to use the same type of critical, constructive criticism that you use with someone's art as you do with their heart. I want you to be able to talk about these people honestly and fruitfully in the way that you would judge their art, judge their souls, judge their hearts. Talk to them in that way. Like, hey, you have a good song, you have a nice album, you have a nice project. But scratch that, my nigga, you got a good spirit. You a good person. You try. Right? You don't get it right all the time, but you really do try to get it right most times. All you do and all you can do and all you have ever been able to do is your best. If you're giving it your best, let everything else wash out. Just do it every day with maximum power. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you have to put it out there. Like You have to talk to people like that because, bruh, if you allow for the world to have good-hearted people, it will poison them. And it will be your fault for not being able to say something. Because if I have a life raft and you're drowning and I know you need this, I can see that you need this and I don't throw it for fear of being thirsty, for fear of being called a groupie, for fear of doing too much. It don't take no skin off my nose to uplift nobody. I mean, what do they say? Give people their flowers now. Yeah. Instead of later. Yeah. When it's too late. Yeah, you have to be able to do it because everybody will be at your funeral telling you things that you could have used while you were breathing. Thank you. Yeah. That, that could have helped you. Written down. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's really what it is. It's just fake love. Yeah. If you don't love me while I'm on this earth walking, then you really don't love me when I'm dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like, the things that you want to say to me, say to me now. Mm -hmm. If you're mad at me, say to me now. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I tell people, like, who heed the father love, he chastises. Yes, 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 and yes. I don't have to chastise you in the form of like for me to like keep you where you are. I can chastise you in the way for me to build you from where you are. Yes. And pull you from where you are. You know, like sometimes like we, we look at compliment as doing too much. Mm hmm Just like you said, we're afraid of what people are going to say. Mm hmm We're afraid that people are going to like it. Mm -hmm. 
real afraid that people are going to comment. It's almost like you're waiting for a co-defendant. Like you wait for somebody to say, yes, I, I second guess. I second, yeah. I second that. We're like, waiting on a co-signer. Like, we're waiting on somebody with good credit and a co-sign to be able so we can get her to drive off the lot. Mm. That's what we're waiting on yeah. instead of driving off the lot ourselves. It ain't, it, except they changed the word credit for clout now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Precisely. That's all it is. Credit, like, your social credit is called clout. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They're doing everything to clout now. Yeah. Licking ice cream and wild ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. Did y'all did see the, the, the article about a lady that peed on the potato? I did not no. see that, and I swear to God, y'all, she ain't nobody tell her who she, she was. That says she wanted to turn herself in. She put on the potato like at the grocery store at or something. Oh, that's crazy. So you just, so you just peeing on yourself, cloud. That's crazy. Hey. And she probably homeless and needed three hots in the cot. <laughs> I mean, you know, they get paid. I mean, they gonna pay. I mean, somebody section said, eight. Somebody said be homeless, but don't be homeless. Yeah. 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 I um I have a, a different vein in this conversation because in in the dynamic that you don't receive something, that which of you do receive is going to be normal for you. So like this past weekend was the uh Justin the High School picnic. And I, I went out there this year because I had to work. And I was slammed with a lot of stuff going around uh, dealing with uh, work. And I knew that I wanted to go because I wanted to carry the same things I did last year. When I did my grill and everybody liked it, it was, oh, man, baby, you fired the grill, cool. And I enjoyed being around people with the mindset that I have now. Because back then it was like you're fearful of being around these people too long because they start to identify with things about you that you're not proud of. And now you've turned those things to the things that you really don't even care about. Or things that you identify with and see the value in. Or you see the beauty in them in yourself. And the mindset is different now and I enjoy it. It's almost like going to summer camp at 13 and you was like the weakest person on the team. And then you go back out there as an adult and you've been hooping with people that's way better. You ready. And now you're ready. So they don't know how good you are. You're just waiting for somebody to like try to test you. Like please call me out here. Because I don't think we've met, we've met each other in the last 10 years. Yeah. So that was part of it. So it is it has an element of an ulterior motive to it. But what I remember most was I was the easy target to talk to or to talk about. I, I still am the easy person to talk to, apparently for some people. Because when I mean, you get anybody, how tall are you? It comes easily to them. It's like an automatic saying. They know I get this all the time, so it's easy to say. Like an icebreaker. Exactly. But the negative effect of that happens in your scholastic career. Yeah. Where it's the easy thing anybody could point out so everybody comes up to you and makes note of it. Yes, sir. It's something that you don't want to identify with. Something that you might hate about yourself. And you hear this constantly, all the time. Now when you get to a point where you start to understand that you are growing, you've transcended your adolescence stage. You're starting to enter early adulthood. Everything about you has blossomed into the, the, the physique it's supposed to be or the, the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Now everything is just kind of fine-tuning itself. You're only used to a certain thing. So now when you start to get those those notions from other people of who and what you are, what you look like, or what you appear to be, this sounds like foreign language to you. Yeah. This sounds like somebody who hasn't actually understood what you are yet because they're talking to you in a language you don't understand. Yeah. Like if you walk up on someone that spoke Italian, you can overhear them speaking Italian. If you walked up and you start speaking some Cantonese, it's like they're going to look at you like, 
not, you can't be talking to me. You're not on the same frequency as you, you can't be you can't be talking to me because I'm not using that tongue to speak with. Yeah. It's the same way to me. Because if if I'm talking to someone and they identify with parts of me that I know I can identify with and I've heard before, when you try to give me a compliment on something I don't look at at all, it's foreign. It's like you're speaking a different language to me. And it took me a while to start to understand what other people saw and what other people's preferences were yeah. and to understand the things that they noticed. That's, that's the things that they're speaking to. It might not always be negative. Sometimes those people, and children are children. Yeah. That's why I don't hold bad blood with anybody. This ever said something to me. I remember what you said specifically. I'm never going to forget it, but I don't hold it over your head when I see you. Yeah. I greet you with respect. Yeah. Even though the last time we spoke to each other, you told me that. So when you have that basis where you can actually, I guess, surpass what those old words used to mean, yeah. you now control the narrative of what's being said to you. But it has to have a moment where those things switch. Definitely. You have to start to identify with something different than what you've always identified with yourself with. I'll use this as an example of what you said as far as like recognizing your potential and also like you growing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I have a neighbor, one of my neighbors, like real cool. I, 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 I like dude. One night I walked up, I pulled up, parked my car, I'm getting out of the car, like I can sense and feel the tension, like it was just hard, right? He was talking to one of our other uh, neighbors. I said, dude, what's up? Like, What's going on? At that moment, when I walked over, his eyes lit up like he was excited to see me. Right? I said, "What's going on? Walk and talk." With he told me some things that I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put on air. Yeah. And I said, "Dude, I'm glad I walked up, but you know what you need to do. Mm -hmm. You know what's inside you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what everybody else is feeding to you. Mm -hmm. What do you believe? Exactly. Like, what do you see? Who are you?" Mm -hmm. The next day he came to my door, knocked on my door. I'm talking about early in the morning, 7 a.m. in the morning. He gave me a hug and he was like, bro, thank you, you saved my life. Sometimes we we have to understand what's inside of us. I never really care what people say because what you say doesn't really transcend what's inside of here mm -hmm. if I don't believe it. Mm -hmm. It's like I can sit you down and I, I'm pouring into you. I'm saying everything into you. I'm saying all of these good stuff. That somebody else is walking by to probably hear, and they're waiting to hear stuff like that, and they're taking it wrong away. But I'm saying it directly to people because you're not tuned in, you're not believing it, you don't believe that about you. Mm -hmm. you can't, it doesn't manifest. My mom always says something like She says, The advice a mother gives to a son is the same advice that a child that doesn't have a mother hears and runs with it. Mm -hmm. right. So if we are all sitting here, and what we are talking about now is one of us. If one of us are not tuned into it, when we leave out of here, we're going to leave out the same way. Mm -hmm. But me sitting here now, and now that this conversation is not over, the things that you said, she said, and you said, is already I've already like absorbed them, and I know what it's doing inside of me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Before I couldn't tell you that. Yes, I know I'm a good dude because I didn't see that in the mirror. Mm -hmm. People said it to me. But I didn't see that about myself. Mm -hmm. I had to actually stand in front of the mirror and say it a few times to myself. And I started believing. I started walking it. I started like mingling around people that I know were uplifting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, but it goes back to positive information because, like, listen, sometimes you don't know, but you have an idea. Yeah. Sometimes you don't know, 
it to be fact. You don't know it to be truth just yet. But you have an idea. Mm -hmm. You have always thought that you were talented in some areas. Mm -hmm. You had an idea of it. Mm -hmm. It was in your mind. God placed that thought inside of your head despite what the world had tried to do to bury it. Yeah. You know, despite what the world had tried to do to stump out these flames, right? Mm -hmm. All I did was serve as somebody that came in and, sh and rung the bell. Mm -hmm. That's all I did. All I did was tell you what you had heard before. And because you trusted my sources, because my credit was good in that area, you was like, you know what? You right as hell. You right. You right as hell. I'm gonna run with it. Mm -hmm. Because as you just said, you where you lack and you see somebody getting the recipient the, the getting the things, being the recipient of things that you lack and you see you like, yo, if somebody would tell me that I would cherish that. And then you start hearing it in other places and it's like this is a, this is something that's tailor fitted to me though. Mm -hmm. Like, what you can tell T, you can compliment T as a black woman. And you will give her a whole lot of things that I'll probably be able to resonate with. But it's not mine. That's not my blessing. I can tell you the same stuff that I can tell him. And you will get something from it. But it's not your blessing. It's not yours to run with. When you know who you are, you're able to hear what is yours. You're able to resonate and go closer to what speaks directly to you because then you're listening for yourself. You're listening for a conversation that God has already had with you in some fashion. Mm -hmm. I do know that I'm dope. I, I mean, yes, I know that. And the mission here is always to make everybody that's associated with me to understand it as well because I believe that I know the finest people on earth. I truly do. I believe that I got the dopest friends. I believe I got the finest people that's around me. I'm talking about gorgeous. I believe I have the most talented individuals that's around me. I believe that I have the most wonderful, driven, courageous, charismatic individuals that's around me. And I believe not only are they around me now, but many more shall come. Many more shall be in the same rooms that I'm destined to be in. Many people of great power will be in the same rooms that we are meant to be in because where many are, we shall be as well because there are several others that are just like us. And I want to do my part in saying that every black man that come around me because I ain't a, I'm, I'm not a not the easiest cookie to, to crumble. <laughs> I'm not the, the easiest example of a woman. I, I am an acquired taste. Usually made for taste for powerful individuals. I, I understand that about myself. So the screening process with people who are around me is fairly simple. Therefore, anybody that's around me, I feel like you got to be up under my tutelage at some point. You're not going to be around me with your head hanging down. I need you to see I need you to see. I need you to be able to listen to what's around you because that's the way I look at everything. I need you to be able to know exactly who you are. And if we are looking at the black race as a total package, and if we are looking at black men as the ones that are supposed to be leaders, right? Mm -hmm. 
then I feel that it is necessary for us to be reminders of who you are. I cannot have you on the front line. You ever heard your mama say you're not going to be out here looking crazy because that's a reflection of me? How in the hell are you my friend and I, I got you thinking that you 16 and can't maneuver throughout this world? Size ain't got nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. They not respecting you because of your size. Mm -hmm. They scared they might get hit, but you don't even carry yourself as a I'm a punch a nigga in the face type nigga. Yeah. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't carry yourself like that. Mm -hmm. You carry yourself as a person that people want to be around in order to get what you have to offer a very well-spoken person. I'm going to tell you, listen, the world is yours and anything in it. Mm -hmm. That's the mother in you. I'ma tell you that. Mm -hmm. I'ma tell my best friend, look, hey, let these niggas have Let them have it. Shine. Don't let nobody knock your shine off. Let them have it. Don't nobody shine like you. Don't nobody glow like you. Don't nobody do nothing like you. Girl, the world is yours. I'ma tell you that because I had to tell myself that. I was my first teacher in that regard. I learned from watching my mother. I learned from watching my auntie. I learned from watching my brother. And because you probably didn't have those people to watch, let me tell you what I've learned. I think we are kidding ourselves by withholding information because that, in, its, in, its, in essence, is all compliments from me, really. Is. Babe, I'm withholding information from you, but I'm telling you that you are a magnificent individual. I'm withholding information from you without telling you. But don't you know you can rule this? Don't you know that? I'm withholding information that I know to be true. If I got a recipe for a pot pie and you want a pot pie, shouldn't I tell you the pot pie? Shouldn't I tell you that each one teach one? So when I be doing you a disservice and myself a disservice, if I didn't tell you, listen, don't you ever let a mistake reflect on everything that you do. You better walk out here because let me tell you something. It's beings of people in this world. The mistake that you made, folks made that mistake sooner than you did and some gonna make it after you did. This is nothing new as up under the sun. But all things can blossom up under the sun. Mm -hmm. I think that black men need to be able to know, just know it, just, just have somebody tell you the truth about who you are instead of me telling you all of the things that you messed up with that's all balance as you were saying criticism like chastising i can tell you like okay look today i got on some sandals and the strap of my sandal on the heel comes down sometimes these my sandals that i pick up when i really don't feel like looking for nothing else to wear Bell knows it. It irritates the hell out of him. He saw the strap on my sandal come down. And he said, you know what? I'm tired of you wearing. I'm tired of the, the strap on your sandal coming down. It really bothers me. I turned around and told him, so, nigga, they my sandals. <laughs> he said, I mean, you 30. I said, so, nigga, they my sandals and I'm 30 years old. Now, to be fair, what he was saying was, hey man, watch yourself. Watch yourself while you out. But to what, and to my defense, what I was saying is, boy, I don't give a damn about who. I don't care about how you feel about these sandals or who care about these sandals. They utilizing their purpose by being shoes. 
the feet, the, the, the bottom of my feet are not on the ground at this point. Yeah. They are utilizing their purpose. But my partner was telling me, hey, watch yourself. You know what I'm saying? You you better than that. That's all he really saying. He didn't chastise me. He ain't doing it in front of nobody. But I'm saying like, in complimenting and having conversation with people, it does not always have to be bubblegum, lolly, you know what I'm saying, fairy tale, strudel on top of it, sugary sweet. Like, oh my God, you're the most beautiful girl in the world with with beads and pearls. Sir, I really feel like, you know, you don't have to be as corny as that. But you know when it's genuine when we tell you. And I will be doing you a great disservice if I was to not tell you how awesome you really are. Absolutely. People just don't know how to move past the, uh, the surface level of compliment. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a yeah. different level of compliment. Yeah. It's a personality compliment. It's an achievement compliment. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like... I might not like anything you got on, but the way you talk, your manners, and your, the level of respect you have, I can admire that. I can compliment that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, it's far beyond what we are just verbally saying mm -hmm. and also physically can see. Mm -hmm. I can compliment you just by walking next to you. Mm -hmm. That's right. I feel like nobody is able to walk next to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know what I mean? I can Take me just to compliment the deal. I can compliment you just giving you a hug, holding you, embracing you, just holding you right there and not let it go because you've never gotten a hug like that. That's right. We could just be like, you know what? I'm hungry. You want something to eat? Come on, go grab something to eat. You ain't got to tell me you got no money. You ain't got to tell me that you got a million dollars. Yeah. But I said, come on, let's go get something to eat. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it's... Though we have to define and also understand what it is that we are looking at, talking about, or wanting to get and give. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't understand, then you can mis misdirect it. That's yeah. right, that's if right. If you don't understand, that's it, good. Then you, could be, you can misinterpret it. That's yeah. good. I could mm -hmm. pay a woman, I could say, you know what? I love what you have on. Come and have lunch with me. She could misinterpret that immediately and be like, boy, I got a man. Yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine, she said, man, I broke all my nails. I said, damn, what you doing? She said, she's taking them off. I said, I feel that. If I had some cash on me, I'd get it fixed for you because I know you deserve it. Mm -hmm. Immediately, she said, I wouldn't even take it because I know you got some stuff going on that you need to take care of. I said, I understand it, but I don't care nothing about that. I'm talking about you right now. Mm -hmm. I understand what I have going on. I understand my adversities. I understand what my journey entails. Mm -hmm. But every day I get up and I wake up and I hit my feet on the ground, I know the journey begins. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter where I stop. I know tomorrow, if I wake up by God's grace, the journey begins. Marathon so continues. Exactly. So I have an opportunity to get it right. Mm -hmm. And within that journey, I also have to pay attention to other people that are worse off than me. That's right. So I cannot be callous in my own method of thinking or my own way of thinking to it to, to forget that I don't ate two times a day 
But there's somebody at the gas station outside with no roof over their head and they ain't even once. Mm -hmm. That's right. And I feel like getting back to what you're saying about us being able to understand and receive the level of compliments. Yeah, we really don't know how to talk to people. No, <laughs> we don't because we text everything. We don't know how to talk to people. We don't We don't know how to understand what's being put out. And me personally, I, transparency moment, I, I hate talking to people now. <laughs> I can't stand it. Like, I have a lot of the, the interactions I have with the same people because, baby, you able to understand me without me talking. You know what I mean? That's the, the level of correspondence that I wish to have with people who I deal with on a regular basis. But I don't have a problem with being able to um, speak about how I feel. I, I'm real clear about how I feel. I don't have a problem with saying it either. But I don't think we are in a position to where we want. We want crop crockpot results with microwavable actions. <laughs> yeah. Like we want to be able to get a lot of stuff, a lot of good nourishment after like two weeks of knowing somebody. After two weeks of knowing somebody, we want to be complimented and talked to in a certain way. We Without be yeah, we want to be missed. <laughs> we don't understand that we need to be able to first learn this person and what works for this person. I think a lot of people come into situations where they have to be. They have to be dealt with the way that they this person is used to dealing with everyone else. Which means now I'm being held responsible for what worked and what didn't work with this last woman that she was dealing with. That's why customer service trash. Yeah. <laughs> you, gotta what, you gotta figure out what somebody wants within like the first five minutes. You gotta figure out what they want. Because they're not even being vocal. No, they're not being vocal. They're not telling you what they want or what they need. You gotta figure out it yourself. Mm -hmm. So just imagine you trying to get to know somebody and trying to navigate that. Like you're trying to figure out within the first five minutes what somebody needs and what somebody wants, how to compliment, how to talk to them within the first day. And if it doesn't work out in that first day, you're willing to just be like, you know what? Block. Exactly. I, I mean, I, and that that in itself, like, cause I mean, that's kind of a lane switch, but. Just in the same vein, receiving what someone says about you goes to the same vein that I say to you all the time. The people that come and say something to me, they don't want nothing. They just feel like talking. And I'm the person in the room they just wanted to say something to. Or I was in the vicinity of talking. Because they feel safe. Exactly. They know that you won't. They want something from me. Mm -hmm. They came over here to make sure it was, it was okay for them to walk away with something. Yes, sir. <laughs> You're not talking to me for no other reason. You saying a compliment or saying hello to me is you saying, hey, I don't mean no harm, but I'm without something right now. And what you have is something I can utilize right now. The compliment is the fact that I'm going to do this with you. Exactly. Like, you are, like, like, I don't know you and you're calling yourself a prize to me. I haven't had you a day in my life before now and I'm surviving and you just not walking over here. And I'm supposed to take this moment to identify you as somebody that is imperative for me to have Woo! from this moment on. Oh my God! You speak to me as if I owe you something. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're standing there talking to me, and yeah. the, the temerity behind some people—the unmitigated gall. You got the audacity. <laughs> you done came over here I, I, with your hand out. <laughs> I done got named. You just sat up here. What they did? 
What they did? <laughs> what they did? So they came over here <laughs> talking to you about what them? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. They don't know nothing about you. You ain't been complimented in the least. You ain't been complimented in five minutes. But you know what? You have been bombarded by them. <laughs> they that came over here. Hmm? Uh-huh. So, and looking at, everybody, everybody's going to utilize you for something. Yeah. Because everybody can see that you have something inside you to, to be used. So everybody has, an, it depends on whether they're upfront about it, and they're trying to cultivate whatever that is, or they're trying to steal it from you to use it for themselves. Mm. So once you identify which side of the track this person comes from, then it's like, okay, I can allow this conversation to continue. Or you're somebody I need to step away from. And... In this society, people hide their hands so much. People are literally doing like this so you don't make sure, so you can't see what they got. Man. And if I'm trying to introduce myself to you, me standing like this, why would you want to engage in a conversation with me? Everything about you is private. You're so concerned with what people see in you or see on you or who you're talking to or who you're around. You're so concerned with that that you don't reveal anything about yourself. But you got to also think this is a world, this is a climate in which people like us can really cash out in I make people feel like they know me without them knowing the slightest details about me. It's not a certain thing. I'm not coming in here like this. I'm coming in here like this. And if you ask, I'll flip over a card. But I'm not going to put myself out here when you don't really have no interest in knowing who I am. Who I'm giving you right now is a foe. This ain't even a 10%. This ain't even nothing. This, you are happy with this, which lets me know that you only want this part of me. Mm -hmm. You only want to be facilitated by this portion of me. I'm not secretive. But I do believe in no discussion without discretion. Mm -hmm. I'm not secretive. I'm not sneaky. But I do also know who I'm talking to. And I'm not putting everything out here for somebody who does not even understand and respect what they looking at. I think people don't know how to approach a situation. No. You know, uh, it's like you said, you're approaching me because you're trying to create something, which is okay. It's fine. We all going to be used. I mean, the, the, the worst thing that for anybody to, to think is to believe that you are not going to be used at some point. Mm -hmm. You are being used by your job. Every day. Uh -huh. You get up, you go to work for eight hours, twelve hours, whatever many hours you work, they're using you, mm -hmm. uh -huh. right? And in turn, you're using them mm -hmm. because you're getting a paycheck. That's right. Paying your bills. <laughs> but what is your attitude towards it? When we first met, after the whole segment, I walked up to you and I said, "Bro, I appreciate what you said." With me doing that, I humble myself to receive something. Mm -hmm. And in the same way, you did the same thing. Yes. Right? Because at that point, it's both of us seeking knowledge. I'm not just trying to reserve it. I'm trying to give something to get something. Mm -hmm. Because that's, what we, that's, that's where we are at that moment. Yeah. So if I'm walking up to you and just, hey man, let me get this. And I haven't defined, described who I am. I haven't described what it is that I am searching for. Mm -hmm. The possibility of you just being like this is at an all-time high. Yeah. So that's why I feel like people don't really receive what it is that they want. Mm -hmm. And also, some people don't know how to give. If I got both, 
this clean. There's no way for me to receive it. I gotta open this one up. Mm -hmm. I'll open this one up. And in a sense, by me doing so, is an exchange. Mm -hmm. I'm giving something, I'm getting something. Mm -hmm. But if I close myself away from it, like the crab in the barrel mentality, I'm gonna stay in that motherfucking budget. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I ain't getting out of it. Mm -hmm. Ulterior motives is something, and we talked about this on the segment that you're talking about. Yes, like, ulterior motives is something that we all look at, at with a negative conversation. Ulterior yes. mm -hmm. motives, that means that you're trying to do something sneaky that's going to leave me depleted. depleted. You're going to, I'm disillusioned by getting into a conversation with you because you're looking to use me. But there is an operative word like use and misuse. Yes. We are all meant to be of service in some way, yes, but you're all we're, we're looking at it. People are looking at good-hearted people and running over there and looking to deplete, to drain them of their energy. And sometimes it's not even about on purpose. You know what a good person is. This is what comes with you knowing yourself. This is what comes with knowing yourself and people knowing your the people that you are around as well because if I tell you in good faith, you trust me. Mm -hmm. You trust me. You can trust what I'm saying. If I tell y'all, y'all some good folks, y'all some good, beautiful, gorgeous black people, then you are less likely to be taken advantage of by somebody who wants to take advantage of you by giving you a small compliment. Mm -hmm. Yes. No, I'm telling you what is real. They're telling you what they can in order to get your guard let down. I want nothing from you other than for you to be the best you because you're standing next to me. Mm -hmm. But that's not, I don't want anything from you by me telling you. You don't have to tell me that I'm that. You ain't got to tell me. I mean, that's just like, you know, you compliment women. When you tell a woman they look good in passing, like, I almost stopped my car to compliment a woman like Marching down the street with some heels, I'm like, girl, you are doing a heel. And they doing that for me. It the only thing that really does something for me is just to see that that smile on their face. Mm -hmm. Once I say it, same thing when I compliment a man, like when I disarm that man by telling him, like, be the hardest man just standing there. I'm like, man, you look really nice today. I Man, that's one of my favorite. You know what? You welcome. And then I walk off. That's not that's not me trying to bounce down. That ain't me trying to get on you, sir. But if you look good, you look good. You look good. That's you it. Look, look boy, you look good. I can smell that strength on you, dog. What is that? What's your cologne you got on? Platinum or Chanel? <laughs> Basketball player, I can't remember what, what, what school, what. And he lifted his head. 
when I say I saw that, I've shared that like so many different yeah. times. Every time it comes up, I'm mm -hmm. sharing. Mm -hmm. You know why? That's the greatest compliment you could ever pay anybody. Yeah. It makes you feel good looking at the video. Yes. It makes you feel good looking like, at it. He just walked up. He didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. Put his hand behind his back and lifted his chain. Mm -hmm. And the face that this man made when he did it, he instantly understood. Like he, he woke up. It's yeah. like, okay, I'm up. It's it's different. And yeah. you can take it back to when we was getting when we was in elementary school, middle school, high school, when we would lay our clothes out on the bed, Ooh. our uniform. Like, listen. I'm finna kill them with this right here. With these fresh ones. With these fresh ones. Man, I got the crease in my... I got the crease in these little keg in my... I'm trying to tell y'all. Y'all don't understand. Man, till you remember that yeah, had got them, them shell toe Adidas. The oh, black yeah. man, the, the oh, blue yeah. and white ones. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, y'all didn't know. Listen. Yeah, I got them ice cream, bro. Boy, listen. <laughs> we just knew. Listen, I, it's one thing for you to know you look good. It's some different when you know... They know you, you look good. Like they recognize. They recognize. It. The compliment you is sometimes it. your reaction. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it ain't you coming up saying, you look real nice today. Because we are in an era where you have to read by the language. You have to because people are so jaded now. They don't want to pay those compliments. They don't want to be the person in the inbox being screenshot. We're like, no, look, you was on me once upon a time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to be looked to as the person that was weak. It's sometimes, I mean, for some reason we've connotated being welcoming and being nice as being weak. Yeah. Like you're giving away some of your power by giving a compliment. And for me, I just, I just think, I, I feel better when I'm around a whole bunch of good people. Mm -hmm. I feel better when all my folks look good. I feel better when when I when I know that I'm sparking something within you. You probably was right, like you, y'all, y'all ain't never seen a black man open up about some of the weirdest stuff that he like. Like he didn't, he thought he was a nerd for liking some of this stuff. Yeah. And then you come around and be like, you know what? No, that's real dope. Now he out here with all types of t-shirts. The nigga got the animes on here. He got the Blu-ray disc. He got all this. The nigga went and got some braids. Just because you say, hey man, you encourage this person to continue to be the person that he is. Like, he built up his content. I watch, I've got a uh, TED talk on my phone. Mm -hmm. And I watch like, I, I scream to it and I, I pick out whatever I want to watch and I, I listen to it. Mm -hmm. I was listening to yesterday, uh, this young lady was speaking about confidence. Confidence will make you walk into a room full of people that doubted you and you stand in front of them and say what you need to say and turn around and walk out like they want you. Yeah. Like, absolutely true. Like, dude, I don't care. Like, when I walk into my job and I know I'm about to do a, a, do a service, I sit at my desk. The way I talk to my customers, they can hear my confidence. I'm not weary. I'm not, I'm not waiting for you to second guess my, my answers. I'm not waiting for you to second guess anything. I'm giving it to you the way I'm giving it to you. You're going to take it because I'm confident in what I'm giving Mm -hmm. Right? The same way people don't realize that complimenting someone is also a form of love language. Yes, sir. Words, Words of affirmation. affirmation. Uh -huh. Right? So, if you are pointing to this person, you're like, man, dude, like, the way you take care of our family is so powerful. I appreciate you. 
by day, the way you take care of these kids and you, the, the, the level of motherhood. The way you spread the butter on the toast. It, it makes like me feel good. good. And oh my God. The, the crazy part is. <laughs> it's crazy that you that you really put the herb butter on the asparagus like that. You care about my life. I love you. Like, I appreciate it. The, the, the crazy part about like just that aspect is when you operate into something that you're confident in, you can feel the energy you possess. And you know what you holding? I'm folding it. it, it <laughs> the job I have now, I have to talk to people a lot. But I have to talk to people when they're in stress situations. Yeah. Like, I have to actually stop people from leaving a store if they've stolen something. So I'm catching you at the moment that you feel like you're, you're most vulnerable and you're most, like, aroused about the fact that you just got away with something. Yeah. So you're you, you literally on the pinnacle of being on 10 and 0. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to talk to you and disarm you from looking at me as a threat. Yeah. Or I have to counteract you thinking that you are a threat to me with the ability of saying you don't scare me at all. So I have to make these calculations. Little microseconds of actually talking to somebody. Listen to tone, pitch, what they're looking at. They're looking off. Are they somebody they're watching out for? Like you got to process all this in seconds. And it wasn't until I started to actually notice how good I was at it that it registered like okay. Like I have the ability to talk when I need to. I can turn this on and off. Because I five minutes before I get here, it's like, you know, I don't know what I'm going to say. Um, and I get in front of them and it's play. And if I don't feel my mouth moving, yeah. it just comes out. Yeah. And I counteract whatever it is I'm giving with what needs to happen in that moment. So, you weren't given a lot of that when you were growing up. The mm -hmm. nature versus nurture situation. Mm -hmm. You weren't given a lot of that when you were growing up. You weren't told that you were good in these situations. How did you come to find out who you were? Did somebody tell you? Did somebody I, remind you? I I had two particular relationships that. Okay. The, that's the first layer. Okay. Yeah. That's that's just a layer. Like, what else? I had two particular relationships. The second part was watching the evidence of what I was good at. Okay. There we go. Right there. That's what I was getting to. So I, I had to actually showcase to myself that this was tangible. Because it's one thing to think you can sing. And somebody say you can sing. Mm -hmm. But you stand on the stage and now 300 people are just swaying in awe of your vocal range. Okay. Now it resonates. It's like, okay. You can't deny this. Yeah. Your doubts are not big enough than the facts that are in front of you. Exactly. Because 300 people are not lying to you right now. Yeah. It's funny you said that. Because I've, as far as talking like this, you know, having this dialogue, I've always been good at mm -hmm. You know, like I've always had words. Say words, mm -hmm. man. But, I didn't know the level that I could apply. Mm -hmm. My daughter's mom, when I first, when I got a job at finish line, I had to sell a social $5 an hour. That's crazy. Right? That's $5 crazy. an hour plus commission. Mm -hmm. I had to sell a social. Mm -hmm. Two weeks, three weeks into it, I told her, I said, man, I'm going to do it. She said, where are you going? Like, you have one the job that fits your personality, so why not take advantage of it? I'm like, what you talking about? So you have, you have a work, you've got ways of words. You can talk to people. Mm -hmm. you, can get, you can change your mind or get them to like buy something without them even thinking they even need it. Yeah. So You're persuasive. Why, why not mm -hmm. do it? I said, you know what? I give it a month. I did this within a month or two. 
I became an assistant manager. Mm -hmm. We had a, a competition within the stores in Alabama region and where I was, there was, you know, however they, they, they measured it. Mm -hmm. And I came in second in the region with the sales. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even think I was doing anything because it came natural. Mm -hmm. I was being me. Evidence. I'm laughing. I'm joking with my customers. Mm -hmm. Playing whatever it is that you want to play. Mm -hmm. But you're leaving out here with something. Yeah. Evidence. Right? Irrefutable but, that evidence. Like, it, it just happened and I'm like, dude, like, how the hell? Like, you know, it's, it's, it's mind blowing. Like, let me just chill. Yeah, it's mind blowing. Because I, I, mean, I was in that same predicament. Like, I came into the position I have now. I was like, I don't know if I'm be good at this. I don't know if this is something that I'm actually going like profit in. And then uh, my manager at the time said, just give it two weeks. After you get your certifications, all the stuff you got to come along with the job, give it two weeks. I gave it two weeks, nothing happened. He said, okay, give me one more week. Because I feel like I just had you moving around a lot. So, okay, next week something happened. And I was like, okay, that felt good. And it wasn't, I still felt like, okay, this is something I'm not, I'm still nervous about. I don't feel confident in doing this. Yeah. Four months later, he walked up to me and he said, you still feel the same way? And I looked off and I was like, nah. He was like, you see, it's you. It's not what nobody taught you. It's not, because anybody could come through the training program we gave you. And they still can't get these same results that you get. Because you literally walk out here in front of these people and you get whatever you want every time they happen. Because you know exactly what to do in the moment. You're not pro you're not thinking. You're acting. It's literally right there and you're just doing it. You're just yeah. you're just portraying it. Yeah. It's not nothing that you have to think about anymore. Because you, you it's, it's not just a certain demographic of person that you can get to listen to you. Yeah. It's anybody that you step in front of. No matter the, the, the mood they in, the energy level they have, you get the results you want. And you have to notice that. And it wasn't, it was that point that I started to really look at every time I did this, did I do the same thing? It is, I never did the same thing twice. Every method that I use always changed. Unless I just didn't say nothing at all. So you had to really just look at, it, it became something that you could not deny about yourself. Mm -hmm. Like it became to the point where you had to look at these attributes about yourself that was so humanistic, that was so much a part of your personality that you didn't even notice mm -hmm. that you were doing this until somebody else changed the lens for you. Mm -hmm. I, I wanted him to make that point so that I could illustrate another. We have to be able to sometimes call out what we take for granted about ourselves. The gifts that God has placed inside of you, the anointing, the level of blessings that you have inside of you, sometimes you take them for granted as if they are just something that everybody can do. And sometimes us telling, you telling your friend, hey, everybody can't do what you do. That's a compliment. That is me giving you information. That is me telling you necessary information. Hey, man, you... You take it for granted what, what your gifts are. You don't know that you have everything inside of you already necessary to win. You don't need to acquire nothing other than discipline. And discipline is a learned trait. Mm -hmm. What your gifts are are not learned. They are inherited. Mm -hmm. They are given. Mm -hmm. They are blessed. They are blessings given to you. I think 
especially with the black man. We don't, uh, we got to start letting them know, hey man, everybody ain't doing what you're doing out here. And just let that breathe. That's enough. Listen, everybody is not doing what you're doing, sir. Even if they're doing it, if not they're doing not it like, doing it like doing. you. Even if people always talk about the game oversaturated. Everybody got a podcast. Everybody got a clothing store. Everybody got the, everybody. Everybody doing the, everybody doing the makeup brushes and stuff like that. Man, y'all can go a thousand places. You can go a million places, and you ain't gonna find nobody more witty than us. You can go wherever you need to to get whatever your shirts is, and you're not gonna find that custom fit like Monarch clothing. You're not gonna find what you need to be able to maneuver. We are all personalized individuals. We all grew up in some of the same conditions. We can all identify with certain areas, but we are not all monolithic. And I think you need to be reminded sometimes that, black man, you are enough, but aspire for more. You are enough as is. You are appreciated as is. Black man, you are appreciated. And we care about you and we love you. And we want you to be able to lead as you see fit. However, aspire for more because it is to it is up to you to be able to do the groundwork on some of this. All I'm here to do is to remind you, hey, you missed a spot. Lovingly. Lovingly. That is all I'm here to do. I am a woman, you gonna tell me that too. You gonna tell me that, sir. I get that. But what I need for you as a black man, what I need for black men to understand, if nothing else, if you don't pay attention to nothing else, please understand that you are loved, you are necessary, you are needed, and we need you to be exactly who you are really. You find that out. And let me tell you where you can where you can fix stuff at too. And and you should be able to do the same thing to me as a woman. In fact, you do. You let me know when this when this dress is unbecoming of me and when this dress is becoming of me. You let me know all of those things. And I appreciate you for not letting me go out the house looking crazy. I appreciate you for showing me that I am exactly who I am. I appreciate you to the point where I believe you when you said it. And then I started listening to me. So now your opinion, thank you for it, but it's not the loudest opinion that there is. Listen to my opinion. If you feel in some type of way, listen, listen to a trusted friend's opinion to the point to where you believe it so much that your voice drowns theirs out. About themselves. About you. Whatever they're telling you, that was the only thing that you were grasping on. That was something that was a substitute for you. Mm -hmm. Now when you start to believe it, believe it so much that that voice, your belief then shadows their belief in you. That's what we want. Like I, I don't want you to feel like in order for you to make it, you got to inject yourself with, with woman's courage. But I'm here to be a reminder until you believe it. Until you know it. I'm not a man. I don't want to be a man. don't wish to be a man because I'm a dope-ass woman. I, I love being a black woman. But I can't love myself without looking at you in admiration. You are a reflection of me. I have brothers. I have nephews. I have cousins. I have 
friends. I have all these people around me and they are dope black men. And if I'm in the same room with you and me and you eating the same food, how can I be dope and you not be? How can I be dope and all this and you not be? Man, my brother got a podcast. You know what I'm saying? My brother got a podcast that come out every Thursday. It is just as it and it's called ignorant by choice. My brother Ruff got a podcast that come on every Thursday. I support my brother and everything he do, even though I got one that come on Wednesday. I support him because guess what? What he got and what I got, we ain't doing nothing but stacking it up and getting some more stuff together. But as we here now, I'm gonna tell him he can do whatever he wanna do. I'm gonna tell him his voice matters. I'm gonna tell him his voice nice. I'ma tell him his shoes clean. I'ma tell him his pants nice. I'ma tell him everything is nice. Because all of it is true. And I'm not saying something just to be saying it. I don't do nothing for no reason. And I don't tell nobody nothing for no reason. You are a god. And you gonna let them know it. You gonna let them know it. You are a god. And they shall know it. They shall witness. How can I say that about you? Because they see you on vault. <laughs> they see me. I feel like in order for us to be able to understand each other, we do need to know ourselves. Because how can I talk to you with love? I don't even hear myself loving on myself. I have to be able to tell you that. I have to be able to tell you that. I have to be able to remind myself through reminding you some days. I got to be able to tell you, nigga, you a god. Just in case I remember that I'm a goddess. Just in case I don't remember. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. I feel like we should stop warring with each other and use this opportunity to bounce ideas and love between one another. Black man, I just want to see you shine. Because in you shining, it makes my shining that much brighter. Or perhaps that much dimmer beginning the whatever the conditions are but you shine and don't take nothing away from me I ain't in no comp competition with no man and for the record I'm not in competition with no woman either the only competition I have is with myself it's questing to be a better version of myself but how can I believe that I am she and you not be him black men need positive reinforcement they need to be complimented certain ways. The way he compliments you, sister, it might not be the way for you to compliment him. Maybe you gotta learn, you gotta shut up. Stop trying to be right. You gotta listen. You gotta listen. We all have to listen. Stop trying to be right. Stop believing what you read in a cosmopolitan magazine. Stop believing what you have seen on a blog post. Learn people for yourself. Deal with people for yourself. Listen to people for who they really are and believe what they show you. Listen to yourself. That person who might be wanting to get inside of your ICU unit as a healer, that, that nigga don't need to be in there. And that's fine. But we do need to know each other and learn each other and then just take the opportunity to love on each other. Because I feel like we create the best warriors when we make one another understand what we fighting for you secure the borders when we all look at this as home you see what i'm saying and that's real it's, it's that's real like I, i'm not you i'm not you brian i'm not you you a man i'm not you i'm a woman we have different strengths but i am aware that we are two 
gods within flesh. We are two humans. You need some of the same stuff I need. You have a love language all your own. I have a love language all my own. And that's my friend, that's my dog, you my, and you family. I'm going, I know you, I know how to compliment you. I compliment you by taking the keys out, out, of, out of the door when you forget to do it. You know who you with, man. You know who you with. Man, it's, that's just that's it. Fact. Like what you just said is that's so fact. powerful. Like I felt it. Like it's, you know you have an unspoken relationship with somebody that you don't even have to say a word for them to know exactly what you're saying. What's up, Tuck? What's up, Perkins? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's like me and her, we're sitting here. We don't know each other. Mm-hmm. But I know she has a calm spirit. Yeah, because you can feel it. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Like, I know she's respectable because of the way that she's spoken the few times she had. Mm -hmm. Right? But I don't have to know too much in depth of who she is for me to respect her. Right. For me to care for her and love her. Ooh! Like, I don't have to know who she is for me to care for her, respect her, and love her. Mm -hmm. The same way, Brian, the same way you. It's all been love the same from the moment I met you guys, right? Mm -hmm. So because it's because I know who who you are inside, and I know who I am. Mm -hmm. The same respect I pay you, I yearn for and I demand it. Yes, 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 yes. If I don't get it, it's okay. I still give it to myself because why? I know me and I respect. And I turn the thing to Afghanistan real quick. What you mean? You gonna respect? You gonna respect me? Yeah. So it's it's different levels to it. Like we have to realize, we have to wake up to who we are, regardless of our shortcomings. Yeah. Don't, don't beat yourself up because of what you don't have, what you didn't get, what you couldn't get. But be proud of yourself for what you do have. Yeah. My mom just commented on my live and turned me up. She said, "My daughter's wife," and she said, "Daddy, I love you." Oh, oh right? my God. And I was just like. I don't even care. My life could have reached like 20 million people. My daughter just commented and told my mom to tell me that she loved me. That's right. That is all I care about. Mm -hmm. Because it's a lot stronger and I know it's undiluted. Mm -hmm. I know it's genuine. Mm -hmm. Not to say that everybody else love is not, but I know and I don't have to question Hey man, you the author of that love. You know what's in that. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So yes. it's, it's undiluted. I know mm -hmm. what it is. The same way I know the love I have for you guys is undoubtedly it has nothing to do with what I'm, I'm expected to get from you or what I'm expected to give. That's right. I'm here in order to do service. That's right. That's right. You feel me? So at that moment, I'm enjoying what it is that I'm having at that moment. Like the compliment that you guys have even paid me to even have me on this network. That's right. That's right. That's right. See though? The compliment. So it's, 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 it's different levels without you saying, man... I love those frames. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I could have very well walked in and be like, man, that's dope. Where'd you get that from? Yeah. But I might be asking not just so I can go copy. Yeah. yeah. But at school, I ain't gonna rock you the way you rock it. Yeah. Right. So I ain't got you ain't gotta be bothered up the tub by for, for even telling me like, okay, this is where I got it from. Because you know who you are, you know how you're gonna rock that's it. Right. How you're that's right. You're gonna crazy. walk with it. That's right. That is crazy. I don't care about telling you how I got my job because at the end of the day, you're not gonna find me because my place is secure. You're not the a threat. The only person that's gonna find me is me. Mm -hmm. I don't care about telling you how I got my shirt made because I know even though you go to that same person, you're gonna get the same result. But guess what? The way I'm like the way I market mine, the way I reach my people is not going to be the same way you reach yours. Yeah. I might still lay the blueprint for you, but 
still ain't gonna follow the same path. You can't do me? what I do. So I'm not bothered by how you feel, what you feel, how you give it, what you give, because I know how I receive it mm -hmm. at the end of the day. We always talking about people as if they are threats to ourselves. That's where competition comes from. And I feel like this is one of the ways that we can we can alleviate that stress of like, hey, go in with love sometimes. Stop looking at this as if you have to guard yourself and you have to be on guard. Hey, stop looking at everything as a threat because by doing that, you're clamming yourself up and you're not allowing for anything to happen in, in, in reaction to you with dealing with people. It really does not take nothing off of my glow and the way I shine by acknowledging the fact that you shine as well. In fact, I would really like to be around people who shine. It's getting real, real tiresome having to light up rooms by myself. It's, it's getting real, real bothersome having to light the world up. Because I know what, I, what kind of glow I possess, but I mean, in closing, I just, I just, I just want to say, black man, you are, you are absolutely fascinating. Everything that you do, everything that you touch, everything that has your likeness attached to it is divine. I marvel at every single thing that you do. It is my privilege. To be able to be at your side some days. And I welcome the opportunity to always be of aid to you. I also welcome the ability for you to be able to be of aid to me. Because no one protects me like you do. No one houses me like you do. No one protects me or uplifts me the way that you do. And I appreciate that black man. And all of your kingly, royal, highness-esque abilities. I appreciate your ability to be able to do the things that you do the way that you do it because I can't get that from anyone else. The way you talk is like a love song to me. The way you walk is like a dance move to the world. And I appreciate your mind most of all. Big, small, fat, tall, everything about you with your gray hairs to your bald head to your fade to all of the things that are about that are about you from your lingo to the way you wear your shoes to the way you love your grandma to the way you memorize the way your granddaddy make his flap jets like every single thing about you and the way you honor your culture i appreciate it thank you for being a rock that i can lean on thank you for allowing me to be able to shine in security up under the cover of strong and watchful eyes. I appreciate you. And it is my duty to make sure you understand just how appreciated that you are so that you will be able to be everything that you need to be alongside me. Thank you all. That was Annie's Austin, ladies and gentlemen. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. Thank you, black man. I love you. Before we get out of here, thank, uh, thank you, Alex, for uh, stopping by. Yay, 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 yay. Please go follow this man on Instagram and understand what he is trying to get done. A monarch indeed. Yes. Monarch yes. underscore fits. F-I-T-S. Please follow that young man and, and, and 
Pay, pay tune to what he's doing. Look at some of these out, these, these shirts this man Check has. out the shirt. Uh, uh. Check out the gill. Uh, yeah. uh. Check out the gun. That, yeah, man, that yeah. man ain't playing like uh, like a month ago. That man had a rollout photo shoot. And I was like, oh, yeah, he cutting up now. Rollout <laughs> photo shoot. Came in with the blue. Uh. <laughs> that man over there cutting up now. He got that fabric material. It, it, it ain't just. It, yes. <laughs> that man over there going out. And please follow him. Uh, at monarch underscore fit. Man, put your IG. stuff in the in the in the um. Well, never mind. I put it now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, we're not sparing anybody, kids, women, men. We uh, I need all that cause we real big uh, scrumps. Hey, you tummy. <laughs> <laughs> Should be cute. Should be cute. <laughs> <laughs> no fuck. <laughs> well, yeah, man, please uh, follow that man on, on Facebook and IG, man. If you need to get in touch with him on finding your size, please reach out. He's more than willing to accommodate you. Uh, this Before we get out of here, we do have another word from some sponsors we have. This is, had, well, this has been. Another edition of With the Wednesday. We appreciate you guys for stopping in and listening. Be greater as a result of the things that you heard. Hey, and my, my big homie, big homie, ain't it gorgeous? Look at my guy that was Jordan. Look at him now. Look at him. Look at Yeah. Drill. The drill. He's so bad. Yo. Yo. Please uh -huh. take tune to uh, the words coming up next. It is an event for my sponsors that is being held this weekend. Go and get those 15 bands. Go and look at the me. Yeah. Go and look at the me. Drill. <laughs> yeah. Go go and talk to these people and get these 15 racks. You got these cars in these city that all these all this all talk y'all be doing about all, your racks and things. Uh, all, these, all this talk y'all be doing about classic. Go in there and get them 15 racks and bring all it back to Birmingham. People posting up on Third Avenue. Just go ahead and get your 15 racks. Yeah. Let's go on up there. Bands will make her dance. Bands will make her dance. I said it's a whole lot of forty dollars or fifteen thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Take your whip out there and you will have the money to compensate that request. Take your whip and your drill. <laughs> yeah. Y'all be good, man. We'll see y'all next time. For the money. <laughs> For the money. <laughs> man, drill. <laughs> what it was, Monarch underscore Fix. Fix Instagram, Monarch Clothing on Facebook. Got it.